Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for war? Conspiracy Farm, go, check it out. Pat right. is I, here. I am on Facebook Live now. People can. Well, I've got people at least joining me. They should be able to hear you. Uh, give me a countdown. To hey 10. guys, how are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Jeffrey Wilson, Pat Millich is being suppressed by the man. That's all right. We're still recording it for the episode, so if they can't hear it, then they could go to theconspiracyfarm.com because clearly the other platforms are not very reliable, champ. And this is something our boy, as we mentioned in the previous little chat we had, you let everybody know, Sam Tripoli had his YouTube page taken down. Years of work, no strikes, no whatever copyright infringement, anything, just literally gone because of some bullshit, basically. And of course, Joe Rogan swooped in with the S on his chest and basically told him to give him his channel back, and his channel is back up. But but again, yeah. this is a we're moving. I mean, we've talked about this. Not only just our show, other people have talked about this measure of censorship that is going down for whatever reason. You know, I would like to think that you know, like Sam Tripoli says, the internet got away from him, man. And so the truth is getting out there. Shows like ours, shows like his, so many other shows are being censored on all kind of different platforms. And, you know, not that I agree with Sasha Baron Cohen, but he's saying you have a few tech giants that are just making the decision on what is what as far as what goes out on the interweb. But, and you know, what's truth? What's truth? And what's truth? And that's, you know, that goes back to almost. Not to take it there, but I mean the the porn thing back in the day. What's indecent? What's the, the subjective term of of what does uh. I think it's much more sinister than that. But I'm just you know, saying, when you have a few people saying what it, Flint. yeah, this isn't Larry Flint in court, man. This is, uh, sure, that was that was freedom of expression, all that sort of stuff. But this is, I think, a lot more sinister. But it gets Being, into that subjective understanding it. of what is truth. You know what, Pat? You know somebody else making decisions for you for what you should be able to hear. You know what I mean? I I couldn't upload stuff on YouTube the other day because they made me go through some whatever it was this isn't for kids or whatever just another level of them to try to stifle the information that we try to put out i mean and then right. sam gets his thing just completely taken down that was just some that was some shady well, that YouTube, youtube's getting ready to call a bunch of shows yeah well and we've we were warned of sorts by some some of our other tribesmen in truth no names will be given but they were like yo this is the beginning almost by the new year undesirable content will be you know and when you see it we see what's going on you see like stations like sam just being taken away sasha baron cohen who is not i mean that guy's a, a heavy hitter in hollywood and when you know when he says things whether we agree with them or not i mean it probably it, it creates some kind of galvanizing force over there like yeah this is bullshit whatever whatever you know slippery slope ladies and gentlemen so please support the farm you know right now we are on a lot of these platforms that you know are being unfriendly to us but go to www.theconspiracyfarm.com wherever if they take us off on support our sponsors we our rss feed goes a little bit of everywhere and of course support our support our sponsors as well um but yeah there's you know a war on information a war on your mind the thought police are here it's real Yes. And Sam yeah. is a perfect testimony. I mean, I was I called him. I was like, I was not worried, but I was like, holy shit, it blew up. That news blew up like really big. And people were just like, what the hell? Because he wasn't one of those cats that had, you know, Sam, 
what's beautiful about what Sam does, man, is he presents, you know, we are kind of like, <laughs> we're very information driven, fire and brimstone. But as Sam, the beautiful thing about him, and we talk about it often, you know, that spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So he kind of guises the truth and this information in humor, which is a great way to do it, kind of like George Carlin did it. But, you know, as we've seen with Julian Assange, as we've seen with Michael Hastings, as we've seen with um, Andrew Breitbart, there, there was a there was a well, demonization of truth. Where does this stop? I mean, the, the political discussions that we have are being suppressed. Um, do we get into then, you know, there's already been suppression on vaccine safety. There's been all kinds of suppression on so many different areas. I mean, people who are for natural cancer cures, you know, people ended up missing dead. Dead, yeah. Supposed suicides. Opponents of vaccines, dead. You know, this this is not a new thing. We've been covering this stuff and it's been going on long before we were doing this show. So, um, in the end, you know, I, I want to go kind of switch gears if I could, Jeff. No, Pat. You have no say here on this show. <laughs> I, I want you to tell me what you think the impeachment is. Is it just a charade to keep us all fighting? Is Trump part of it? Is the GOP and the left... Are they all in unison doing this? Um, is this just to cover up what's ultimately coming with, as we talked about before, you know, the Deutsche Bank collapse, you know, 18,000 employees being laid off. Wells Fargo has 800 branches that, that they're planning on closing by 2020. They've been working on that for a while now. You know, the, the European, the, the head of Deutsche Bank, I quote him, paraphrase, whatever, uh, he basically said that the European Central Bank and the Federal Reserve have now fully run out of options to salvage things when there is a major financial downturn or some sort of you know, event in the Middle East that's so volatile or South America or wherever, you know, uh, if a war kicks up or for whatever reason, an oil shortage, anything. Yeah. A uh, housing crisis, anything that, anything that turns this worm, the... The global banks now have no QE left in them. There's no QE 17, man. It's not, it's, I don't know how many. When you say done. QE, Five we got is, people know what that is. QE, quantitative easing. Quantitative easing, right. And quantitative, quantitative easing is? Just basically um, re, just inflating the bubble with more cash. Just print more cash, print more cash, print more cash. That fractional banking, man. That uh, gets into a whole other conversation about the Federal Reserve, but that's what they do with fractional banking, just create dollars out of just thin air. Unfortunately, now it's just strokes on a computer. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Add a bunch of of zeros. Let's let's infuse a bunch more cash (laughs) in. You know, that's the... Collateralized debt obligations, derivatives. You know, when you get the the head dude from Deutsche Bank saying that the global bankers now have no more options, and you see... You know, the stock of Deutsche Bank, if you go back and look at, at Deutsche Bank stocks for the past couple of years, yeah, it's truly in the gutter. I mean, they are they are shitting money everywhere. And Wells Fargo is the same 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 situation. So, well, I mean, I don't say, know. Oh, shit. Experts are always wrong, but experts are saying that by March 2020, it will be a massive uh, stock market collapse. Yeah, we've been hearing prognosticators so, say that there is another correction coming, without a doubt. And um, 
you know, I don't. Whether you, that's orchestrated, whether it's. Well, you know, of course, uh, I'm going to err on the side that it is. Of course, you know, it's a conspiracy farm. But I mean, I think this lends itself to a lot of the larger conversation that we were having a while ago as it related to climate change with uh, James Corbett, Sam Tripoli, yourself, myself, Ricky Verandas from The Ripple Effect. They have to implode the system of fiat paper currency and move into a completely digital cashless society. And, you know, this moves into the technocracy that we've all talked about and literally moving away from a cashless society and moving into a um, an energy based society where it's we've said this before on the show. And check out that episode with James Corbett of Swapcast um, where we talked about climate change. And that's I think what this is larger, the larger infrastructure of this, he said, it's in the hundreds of trillions as they set up this new economic system. So they have to get rid of the old to bring in the new, in my humble opinion. And I think that's why we have these, we've had these conversations now about cryptocurrency, et cetera, et cetera. But I was, man, I was reading about, you know, bringing in a cashless society years ago when I first kind of started getting into this and it sounded brave new worldish, but we're right there, bro. We are right there. And I think this correction, which many have said is coming, is going to be way worse than 2008. And well, they say it's, they say it's the worst I mean, it's it's going to be worse than the depression. They say, uh, because who knows? The, the who quantitative knows? easing and everything else that they. But done, again, just... remember, champ. I mean, one of our first guests, Peter Schiff, he was the one sounding the horn of Gundor back in the day, and so many and a few others who were just like, "You're crazy! You're crazy! It's never going to be that bad." And sure enough, like he, it's not about being right or vindicated, but he was absolutely vindicated once 2008 happened. And right now, yeah. I mean, if I'm not an economist, I'm not would never even pretend to be an economist. But just hearing people's way smarter than me talk about it, this is just a bubble. This is just another bubble that's just waiting to collapse, yeah, implode, so et cetera, because of the things like the quantitative okay. easing and them just pumping more and more cash into, you know, look up things like collateralized debt obligations, ladies and gentlemen, and derivatives. I mean, these are things. And again, I'm not an economist, but so much money is thrown at this into the trillions. It's hard. I mean, it's impossible to think that we can't avoid a, a collapse. And it's crazy because you just sent me something today, like you said, about Wells Fargo closing spots and the, the Deutsche Bank implications. It's not a matter of if. It's really just a matter of when, I think. Let's get back to climate change because the the climate change overall in the big scheme of things, if you take all the bullshit on both sides, all the debate, everything else, look, in reality, you know, the climate change, I like to call it hoax, uh, whether there's climate change, uh, sure, there's always climate change. Is it yeah. man-made as opposed to our orbit and wobble around the sun? They're, they're, they're to hitching it to CO2. When they say climate change and it being man-made, they're hitching that bet to CO2, basically. So, right. Of course, like you said, it all changes. And we've been yeah. changing it through terraforming and chemtrail, whatever you want to get into. But, yeah, they're, they're making it about CO2, well, that's, and that's, that's big. The, that's that's weather modification. I don't yeah. think we're capable. But of, that, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Weather can have that small, small effect, but weather modification is a long ways away from controlling our rotation. But when you pinge it all on 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 carbon, this is what brings in this new credit system, this the single drawing right. rights, the credit, the carbon right. credits, Al Gore's company, etc. Yeah. So. You know, basically, what this is is the carbon taxes that are going to be charged on everybody. Look, this is. This is uh, wealth relocation, basically, right? This is. Would say say it again. You broke up there. What'd you say? Basically, uh, 
this is this is uh, it, it's basically wealth redistribution, but to entire different regions of the, the world, like Africa, uh, pulling trillions out of the economy in Western societies, including ours, uh, Western Europe. And, or even and you know your, your creature creature of Jekyll Island when they where they pulled us off the gold standard in that time and then started you well, know creating that a little different. right but I'm just saying this this enables them to in the, the whole goal of the globalists is to industrialize other nations so that they can farm a bigger base of human beings right they can there's more more of a tax base the more people that that are are doing jobs and you know people unlike in America where people have just a lot of people are just the younger people are just they don't even want to work. Like my brother can't even find people, young people to work doing uh, work on his landscaping company. So you know, you industrialize Africa, a bunch of people that want to work their asses off and want a better life. You know, you've you've just created an entire you know continent that you can farm, right? Instead of just pillage, instead of just you know uh, create dictators and and. And through proxy war, wars and everything else, and, and go in and steal the resources and mine well, out. Can, this is ultimately about farming more, you know, millions upon hundreds of millions more people. Well, and and look at look at the larger look at the larger picture that's being presented with AI. I just posted something on my Facebook page. Um, another job that's been rendered obsolete by AI. There is an anchor that um, speaks English, he's Chinese looking, or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Dude, when they when they industrialize, like you say. And with the at with the move in of AI the way it is, they're going to need less and less people. This stuff's going to be automated, man. This is going to be, uh, you know, I wouldn't say Blade Runner because I can't, apparently Blade Runner is anyway. I, I think with, with what the, the infrastructure they're bringing in and the technocracy they're bringing in, they're going to need. Of course, they're going to need people, of course, to help fuel the machine as far as consumers, et cetera, et cetera. But the industrialized side of it, that shit's going to be way more automated than it's ever been. Yeah, but what I'm I'm wondering is, I mean, you think of, I mean, I'm a sports broadcaster also, right? I call fights. Yeah. Will there be an AI that can watch a fight, fight and know everything? No, and there's there's gonna be, and I was thinking what's happening, and even call. Yeah. No, I was thinking that today because there's there's just certain there, no there's just certain things like a news anchor or somebody who does like what you do sports or color commentary where there's like that nuance of a per, of a real personality that you need. Whereas you know a news anchor could literally just be like it is sixteen twenty four in Beijing and we have blah 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 and it is such and such in Singapore. I mean they could literally just read the news. They could literally just get fed all the news feeds from around the world and just yeah. regurgitate it. But would would you guys you know would you, there are certain jobs that will not be able to be taken over of course. But from your service industry to your industrial side to obviously your news anchors like ai i mean we've talked about that with our sh i think our show with jim lee when we were talking about you know five lee five five right. g coming in and it's it's and even all of this carbon credit stuff it's literally about to change the game in such a short period of time it's going to make our head spin well over in the uk they had they just uh, an article came out i believe it was yesterday it was an ambulance company that had installed 5g on their ambulances and all of a sudden in like two weeks there were three uh, ambulance workers that just suddenly died and so they, they stopped and, and took everything off all the 5g off of their ambulances and this, this is a true true story because I, I went on and I looked I looked at the company's Twitter account and saying you know thank you for the, the, the condolences you know and all this stuff and it's so there's some weird stuff going on with the 5G, but the, the, the AI 
Five things where they're talking about about all. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Systems Tim. being hooked. You're up breaking up a bit. Being able, able to send out. The, if well, I wonder why I'm breaking up. The can you hear me? All right. Yeah, I just didn't want you to go into a deep thing and have it be broken up. Um, no, but but there's already AI. They're putting it together where all the computer systems that run all the cameras, they will AI brains will decide based on the surveillance cameras all over these cities, uh, starting in Europe, where they're automatically going to do facial recognition. They've already done that. I got. Did I show you the email I got from the uh, law enforcement website? I don't think so. Okay, it basically reads, and I forget the name of the of the company, but it's a facial recognition company, and it talks about all the different crimes that the facial recognition has solved, and through this app, law enforcement can punch your face. Oh, yes, you should. I'm sorry, you did. The Google one. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That was very it alarming. Instantly, it will instantly, um, in seconds, find exactly who you are, yes. right? Which, yes. hey, hey, man. Um, it, it, it's a little scary. Look, I, yeah, a little, a little, a little, <laughs> but it's, it's, it is concerning. It is very, concerning. I mean, though, and the you reason know, it's able to do that is because of how, of our, of our, our digital footprint. The only reason, I mean, that's how they track how we do what we do. Yeah. And that gets into the whole technology. How many, just did, the, how many just did the 10 year challenge again to help out the, yeah, the, I was, I was going to do that today. The new social media TikTok app. That I, I was just talking with somebody about that. That's a Chinese company, and I, I, now China is doing facial recognition, voice recognition, all that on all of our citizens who are on TikTok. I was going to do that today. Um, I was going to do my ten. I was going to post my ten-year challenge, and then a big "go fuck yourself" finger of some kind, you know, because it's it, even the Russian app when it ages you or whatever. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's why it's so. Cr- I mean, whatever, man. This again goes back to my Aldous Huxley quote about in the 60s there's going to come a time when the technocracy is going to be technocracy is going to be so ubiquitous you know we're going to love our digital in, basically our enslavement we're going to fight for it i mean look at look at what happens when people lose their phones or, or their phones gone or kids have their playstations destroyed they've got their hooks in this big time dude big time it's scary right 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 yeah 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 well i need to ask you no, about my, my and, wife and daughter What's up? My daughter just got new phones, phones today, and it's breaking up, brother. Yeah, you broke up a little Seriously, bit. Seriously, dude. <laughs> I got you though, right? Yeah, we're here. All right, keep talking, damn it. Yo, 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 yo! Microphone check one two. What is this? The five foot assassin with the roughneck business. I float like gravity. I never had a cavity. Now they're going to shut you off for violating somebody's uh, song. <laughs> that was a tribe called Quest. No, but uh, I did. Were you going to say something? <laughs> I didn't want to cut you off. Were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I wanted to. I posted something, and I it you know struck me as quite odd because as you talk about, you know, I mean, as we talk about all the time, the emerging technocracy and the implications of all of this, facial recognitions, etc. We have the fucking attorney general of the United States saying we need lawful access to users, digital messages to fight crime. 
and this is basically wanting to have legal access to your digital stuff. That's Whereas Facebook. That's opening. That's that's like opening our our letters when we were sending letters. Yeah, in the 60s. I know. But again, that's what I'm saying, champ. And we've talked, and I hate keep saying that we because we have talked about this since two since nine eleven. Man, the Patriot Act, NDAA, all of these all of these liberties we are now just willing to give up. Back in the day, it was because we had the shit scared out of us. But right now, it's like really. We're, we're just letting people go into our digital shit, which we know they're doing anyway with fusion centers and the NSA. We know, you know, and honestly, individuals like Ghislaine Maxwell's sister, Christine Maxwell, with her software company who was installed their backdoor shit into the NSA, the FBI, the CIA in like 2004 or five. So we know they're monitoring us. Right. But it's like this notion of like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't I didn't see a lot of people, a lot of Trump people like, dude, I mean, because that's like all kinds of sideways fucked up them just i mean we again we know they're going into our messages we know they're reading it but for the ag to be like publicly yeah we need to be able to go into your shit it's terrifying because well they already have been yeah and they have been but again for the age for that's what i'm saying and that's what we we talk about all the time they make it so overt they're letting us know yeah we're, we're monitoring you yeah no 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 we passed laws that said we could indefinitely detain you with no lawyer and we could even assassinate you. We could put propaganda on you, which was that's illegal the, before. That's, like that's, they that's, codified it, and we do. I don't know. Right. I'm not saying we need to do something per se, except vote them out. But it's like we just take it. It's boiling frog type shit. Yeah. So let's talk about the the impeachment. I mean, I see that right now as a, a major distraction. It's it's one of it's one of the two things. It's either just a play, a huge play that we're watching to distract everyone on both sides or, and they're all involved or this is the, the people who have committed crimes in the past are politicians and, and bureaucrats who are doing anything they can to, to stop indictments from coming down. Or if they do come down, it was just simply to stop, stop the impeachment. Right. That's, that's yeah. the only two answers I can come up with it. I mean, I, a, Adam Schiff is so compromised, dude. Yeah, no, Adam exactly. Schiff. He's been exactly. leading the charge on this. We know all about him and the Standard Hotel and the 16-year-old kid, and the kid ended up dead from a drug overdose. I mean, look, these guys, these guys are guilty of so much horrendous shit. Um, you know, if these people don't get perp walked, I just don't know what to tell you, dude. It's it's over. But like, it, and, and that's that's, that's almost the last the, line of defense at that point. That's almost the twisted shit. They're, I mean, over these years with the internet and everything coming out, they're telling us everything, <laughs> but they're doing nothing about it. That's what's really like been a huge part of my frustration. Not just doing our show because I love getting this information out, but it's almost like we're screaming at motherfuckers. The bridge is out as you're driving down the road. The bridge is out, and they look at you and they floor it. To the bridge that's out like nobody gives a fuck and again i don't yeah. expect us to change the world but it's like what more do we need like and you know conspiracy theories all that bullshit give me a fucking break dude and it's not even about us being right like we've we've had on freaking you know chris peronto it's not just patting us saying that the wow. government funds isis chris peronto let everybody know the only survivor of benghazi one of the most horrible fucking incidents that take place you know ambassador die all of that we're not conspiracy theorists we're just contrarian thinkers and people who critically fucking think so kick that term to the side as far as it meaning you're crazy you don't think sandy hook exists etc etc we gotta start strapping on our thinking caps dude (laughs) because it's right so sean huffman listen to this 
Sean Huffman just wrote this, and he's, he's got a great point, and I've thought about this quite a bit. He goes, I'm curious, if they can snoop so much, it, can't, uh, it says, uh, can't they use it to round up, uh, they can use it to round up criminals. They must be exposing themselves online in messages. Um, and that Sean, I believe you're, I believe you're correct. I believe that once Trump won and, and the panic set in for those on the left, if this is all authentic and not just both playing us to the middle, um, you know, then yeah, they, all their stuff is online too. So they, they are open to, you know, military intelligence, NSA, and, and exposing them. And that's, I mean, you know, WikiLeaks was doing that. WikiLeaks was launching all kinds of thousands of documents and, and they never got debunked. You couldn't debunk any of them because they were all true. So that's the thing is, is we've well, seen all this stuff. We've yeah, clearly he had some legit government. stuff going yeah. on with him because look at what happened. Look at what has happened to him. They don't do that. Like I told Sam, like they don't, they don't take down your page unless you're over the target. Like, you know what I mean? That's the whole thing. When you're getting the most flack, that's when you know you're right. over the target. And but was I mean, there a specific reason? What did he say? I heard a couple. He didn't say specifically, but I mean, um, it, I think it was part of it was, and it was it was kind of horseshit. So that's why I didn't think it couldn't have been this, but because he advertised one of his sponsors is Blue Chew, that dick pill. That's um, I don't think you need. I don't know. Anyway, it was supposedly about that that he was supposedly well, selling. You don't, need a, you don't need a prescription or something. Something about that. That was the that was the reason for taking it down from. My, and I could be completely talking out of my ass. So if anybody has other information that's more valid, yeah. But from what Sam said, um, it, it was just some arbitrary bullshit. But you know. Yeah. Let, let me see if this gets us cut out on Facebook. Uh, the the name of the supposed name of the whistleblower under Vinman. Uh, like Vinman is his groomer, uh, but Eric Ciamella, isn't that the the supposed whistleblower? I think name? that's the name. Yeah, Eric Ciamella. I just want to say it a couple times to see if we get shut down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll see here in a minute. I'm told his name's Eric Ciamella, and he worked for Biden. And he worked for you know. Keep talking for a sec, um, champ. I got to pull some shit up. That I love pull some. Keep talking for a sec. He's obviously, CIA guy. He got he got in trouble. Uh, I can't remember exactly what he got in trouble for. Lost his job, lost his clearance or something, and then went back to work uh, under Brennan in the CIA after he was in I, I, I forget what department he, he was got switched to before they ran his ass out of there. Uh, but but he's a little mole, and you know, having worked for the Bidens during the time that Hunter Biden. The, the Ukrainian energy company. Uh, this is quite. Uh, uh, it's it's crystal clear to see through it. Really, I mean, it's it's a, a, a major setup. Pay to play schemes. Then you got Rudy Giuliani saying that he's got <laughs> Rudy. He's Rudy. got a dead man switch, basically. Rudy is he? Like he's got a dead man switch. You know, shit's got sick. Right, he's got. I mean, because like, he's what's saying, his job? If, what does he do? Betrays him. He's got. A what does he do? Switch. Rudy. What is his thing? Like, what is 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 he his? I, I've heard him say he's his lawyer, but like, what does fucking Rudy do? Other than obviously, he's a... go ahead. Yeah, he's a, he's a. I mean, Rudy could be easily be a CIA instigator and all this shit. Who knows? Well, yeah, I was gonna say, what does you he know? do other than make Trump have to explain shit? He's, that... he's been around for a long time. So, can you hear me? You know, I, honestly, I don't, don't. 
Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? I can. I can. Crystal clear. You can hear me? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Just, just. Well, let me ask nervous, you. Me yeah, well, I had to. Nervous. I had to go run away for a second. Um, what do you think? And speaking, com- of, speaking of uh, you, go ahead. Speaking of you, what? What'd you say? What'd you, about? What'd you talk about, Willis? So the 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 guards, the Epstein guards that were arrested, uh, yeah. and the one young lady. Um, I don't feel like we're like talking over each other. I'm like, said, said she was going to uh, spill the beans. Yeah, and then she she's got released gonna, on. She's going to spill the beans. Right? So is the death clock going on her or what? Well, I'm guessing, yeah, she's probably going to end up dead. They'll probably all end up dead one way or another. I'm sure one will be a car accident. Another one will be um, some sort of suicide. Well, what about what about then, Bar, uh, Bar saying, um, you know, it was a comedy of errors. Like, his suicide was just this, you know, the, the cameras didn't work. They didn't check on him. He was, I mean, it's like all this horse shit. Like, it just is further for me, like, Wow. This white hat shit is fading real fast. Not that I ever thought that in the first place, but it's like he's down to surveil your messages digitally. He doubled down on the fucking horse shit Epstein suicide nonsense. What are we looking at here? Well, speaking of that, the Epstein suicide, Ghislaine Maxwell is now ready, they say. I saw that. To fully cooperate and divulge everything to the FBI. So now she's on the death watch list. Jizz face. Right? Jizz face Maxwell. Jizzlane Maxwell. Jizz face, handler, dude. The, the groomer for Jeffrey Epstein. She'd get it. So we'll see. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. If she wasn't so twisted, she's kind of hot. You know, she'd get it. Maxwell? Jizz. I mean, you know she's... standards are falling. No, I, that's why I said she wasn't so twisted. You didn't hear my qualifying statement. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, it's right. I hope so. And I so that's what I'm saying. What's what's going on, dude? What's going on? Is this more just confetti for the party and bullshit? Like, oh my god, this guard now is gonna say something, and she's probably not gonna say shit. You know, you got Ag Bar doubling down on the suicide, so I can only imagine what the guard's gonna say is gonna <sighs> coincide almost right in line with that whole narrative. When we know something, somebody got to him. Or did I tell you about? Oh, yeah, we talked about that. The the morning that happened, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if anybody else saw this on Instagram. There was a guy. I think it was a guy. It was a guy guard that said he was a guard at that particular establishment or knew somebody at that establishment and said somebody late night. There was a transfer without paperwork, without schedule, a transfer very late night that night. There was a picture of it. There was a picture of it. The person they were moving was in a wheelchair, and they were moving them, and it was they were uh, basically covered up and stuff, and they were they were moving them. And this was before Epstein was found dead, supposedly found dead. But but you know anyway, that's uh, I I I mean that's what I'm saying. Is this all smoke and mirrors? Because I've t- when people talk to me about this, there was a young man I talked to the other day. He's like, "Who the fuck is Jeffrey Epstein?" Had no idea about anything. So I couldn't take him down the rabbit hole as far as I... I mean, it was just... They can't... It all can't come out. It's so ubiquitous. It's so everywhere. It's so deep. They're going to do us like the Awan brothers. If anybody remembers on the show, we talked about the Awan brothers, these Pakistani brothers that ran the biggest fucking spying in Congress, probably in history. 
And as they tried to flee the country, they were pinched with whatever it was, money laundering. And it was just some bull, some bullshit. And they wound up getting off from it. And they're fine now. So, I mean, these symbolic arrests with really no real indictments or really no convictions is just kind of symbolic and or not symbolic, but it's just, you know, to appease the crowd, low hanging fruit. So what's going to happen again? They can't fucking say how deep all this shit goes. Because as we've talked about on the show, ladies and gentlemen, this is as if the kids isn't enough. And it is horrible. The guys tied into these all these black market trades of guns, arms, people, people's body parts, you know, the financial organizations that wash this money. Dude, it's like my camera is taking pictures of me as we're sitting here. Don't say these things to me. I'm serious. I just watched it refocus twice and then stop. Well, again, Jeffrey Wilson has no plans to kill himself. I I don't like children. You'll never see me with pictures of children unless they're my own or we're having a great time. No sexual pictures. I, I like life. I won't hang myself or anything like that. Neither will Pat. Just got to throw that out there. <laughs> you know, the uh, the thing about it, I think the biggest telling thing about the, you know, we just talked about uh, uh, the uh, the young lady that was, they, oh, was yes, like they found her we body. didn't talk about that on this. Let's let's do talk about that. Um, yeah, they after a month search, they found her, <clears throat> her uh, remains, they believe. Um, the UFC and, fighter, know, heavyweight fighter whose stepdaughter was, Missing for so long, they they pinched a guy, and obviously whatever he obviously said some information. And then they pinched another guy like a week or so later, and then here we are a couple well, of weeks later, the, and they find the remains. My thing, my thing to this is two two main points with this is one because there are look and not all eight hundred thousand children are kidnapped, but a lot of them that run away end up in, in these uh, sex trafficking. The stuff that goes on, yeah. But eight hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand kids go missing every year in America. Three hundred thousand women, three hundred thousand women in America every year go missing. Um, so you know, you're looking at one point one million vulnerable people who go missing every year in this country. And, and so something obviously horrible has has been going on and been allowed to go on by people in power, which says a lot. The, that the that the people in power, I'm, I'm certain that they're are are part of this money making human trafficking organ trafficking business and you know the, I, I honestly think at some point some some real men need to step up and and women need to step up and run for positions in politics and when and pass laws in states that says if you do something like this to a child or a woman you're done man you're, you're done like just the recidivism yeah. rate is out of control. It's in the 90, 90%, 95% percentile rate. So there's no fixing these sickos. They're, they're no. animals. Uh, they prey on who are weaker, uh, are weaker and smaller than them. And you just, you, you got, you got to wipe the earth of a man. You, there's just no choice here. Yeah, I mean, and bro, I'm, it needs to be canceled Christmas off the top. It just, you know, no more. Right. You're done. Right. I mean, we, you, you, you're, you can't be and, amongst and us. People, and you know, I got I got I got banned on Twitter, uh, blocked on Twitter and banned on Twitter until I took a tweet down that talked about this and said, you know, um, the people committing treason and, and crimes against children and and innocent women and victims, um, 
you know, the, these predators need need to be exterminated. Basically, is what I said. And and uh, when when that starts getting me blocked, you know, there's yeah, there's, those people are those people are starting to worry a little bit about the well. And you see answer. you see all these fucking all these pinches, man, of like hundreds rounded up in these different municipalities, and it always involved like these lawyers or these doctors or these chief of police. I mean, it's it's you know, and of I've, course not all. No, 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 of course, no, and I don't mean to say that. I'm just, but my my point is, this goes to. I mean, this is just some trailer park meth operation. This oftentimes extends to the highest levels of a lot of our governments, whether it's right. federal, state, city, or whatever. And again, that's not all. But I mean, as we've heard from fuck the Johnny Gosh story to Boys Town to Conspiracy of Silence, I, you know, PizzaGate, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to say this for the record. If if you let it go away that people said Pizzagate was ran by a particular human being, I think it was Hillary fucking Clinton ran a pizza parlor that was whatever, whatever, and because that got debunked because that's not true. Hillary Clinton doesn't run a fucking right, pizza parlor pedophiles. Yeah, yeah. If that somehow so if that somehow allowed you to dissuade and have all these other aspects of this story go away, then that's unfortunate because you're only going to hear more as we've heard. You think all these higher up people yeah. involved in this Prince shit. Andrew, yes. Prince Andrew was forced to leave the royal palace and never come back because he didn't do something right. to kids. And that's the British monarchy. Mean, the fucking the heinous family. shit the British fucking monarchy is being involved in. For you to be fired by them motherfuckers, dude, you had to have been really fucking Jimmy up. Jimmy Seville. Jimmy Seville. And yes. Jimmy Seville was in the palace oh, yeah. constantly. The thousands of children that he hurt, man. Yeah, I tell yeah. you what, man, that guy's. If there's fire and brimstone, he's swimming in it. He ain't doing the backstroke either. Yeah, yeah, it's it's scary, man. It's really scary. So, um, kind of going what you were saying a little bit about the uh, the gentleman whose stepdaughter was, her, you know, her remains were found. Um, I was just hearing today about, and I'm not saying this is involved, and I'm kind of jumping, but it could be related. Who knows? The, the amount of children, African American children, just children in general, but African American children that are winding up missing in East St. Louis, Chicago, etc., etc. Et it's so scary. So I want to almost impart this to my daughter. And there was another video I saw the other day. These these brothers down, I think it was in Atlanta, are doing a class. It was a crowd of not a crowd of people, but of people who paid for the class to see. Here's a running car. He had a truck. Guy was what he had a driver and you had a guy in the back seat and the young lady just walking past it and just threw her in the back seat. I mean, it was all this very facilitated, very quick little thing, and she's gone on the back of a milk cart. Yep. Car's running, gone. So again, yep. I just yep. always recommend whether you're a kid, adult, command your space, man. Especially you know, I'm in you know, cities like St. Louis. I love St. Louis, you know, or your Chicago's. There's some grimy motherfuckers out there, dude, and they don't necessarily always roll solo. They're rolling in tandems of two and three. They're triangulating their shit. They'll distract you over here, ask you about this, and then before you know it, you know, they got. You had some guys. You had some guys approach you. Like that. I you did a couple weeks ago, and I just smelled it like a fart in a car, dude. The dude was like, "Hey, man, this was like ten o'clock at night when I was just getting off work, almost eleven. He's like, can you drive me? This was shady as fuck, dude. Looks shady as hell. He's like, can you drive me to my car? Um, I it died. I need you to help jumpstart my car. I'm like, no. I wish you well, my friend, but no, <laughs> sorry. Hard head, make a soft right, ass, right. my daddy always said. I mean, and that was just, it, it, and just being in St. Louis and having lived in Chicago, I mean, whatever. I just knew, like, this was, you guys would have been reading, well, possibly reading about me the next day had listen, I did that one. 
you can't see this because you're not on Facebook Live, but Christina Kepi Lynch said, "I'm watching." My daughter oh. was nearly my daughter was nearly taken from me at the I-80 truck stop March 2018. Dude, I would like uh, Christina if you could kind of give us just a, a breakdown of that, how that all went down. You know, if you could write. I heard some of so that much speech. about that spot. You're talking about Interstate 80, which goes from basically New York to Sacramento. It's one of the biggest interstates in the country, and yeah, that particular spot right there. That's why Iowa and St. Louis and Missouri here are one of the biggest hubs for human trafficking because it's this centralized network. That's, yeah, it's you can take stuff to everywhere. Yeah, which so is just scary. Wait man. for her to say that. So, um, I, I haven't talked to any of my friends who are who are veterans. If there's any listening, they could uh, chime in on the Eddie Gallagher case. Not to change. Oh, go ahead, man. We're freestyling tonight, brother. The Eddie Gallagher case, you know, the Navy SEAL that was um, basically had his rank taken from him and was being prosecuted for for killing an ISIS fighter supposedly in their in their uh, control. Um, but you know, the the opposing sides. When you look at the news, you know, like CNN is saying, ousted Navy Secretary says Trump's crimes, uh, war crimes intervention signals you can get away with with things. Now, um, as opposed to that, when you read Breitbart or listen to the White House um, press secretary and they'll say, and the Department of Defense, the head of the Department of Defense said, you know, that the, uh, who fired the Navy secretary said he was, he basically lied. He lied and, and did several other things that just, you know, lifted, we had to let you go. You, you lied. You, you prosecuted this wrong. You know, you went, went after this guy with a vendetta. There was no uh, fairness in any of it. And and so the depart- head of the Department of Defense got uh, got rid of him, kicked him to the curb. But CNN will cover this guy. Right? Yeah. And unfortunately, and I'm sure there's a lot of veterans out there who will agree that the the military, especially the the high ups, you know, the generals and stuff who were a new president comes in, and they get rid of so many of them. But, you know, Obama went through a lot of generals who basically said they didn't agree with him. Uh, Trump has done the same thing. So you can see how politicized the military hierarchy has become also. You know, what what, what are these people involved in politically? Um, you know, I mean, they've got to run the war machine for the politicians, right? Right, yeah. I mean, that kind of lends so, itself to that conversation we had, you know, when I was, you know, before Trump got elected, I was like, there's no way he'll be elected. You know, Hillary's too deep state, et cetera, et cetera. And people would talk about this, quote unquote, war of the internal deep state, your intelligence agency and the military. I mean, it's like there's there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. And I don't claim to be actually an expert, but um, I, yeah, I definitely think there's a lot going on that we're just not aware of and seeing because I think there's this huge transition taking place, man, that the implications are big, dude. Like we were saying earlier about the monetary system and just things are changing. Things are definitely changing. Obviously. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. How, I, I think I think all this could be a distraction for what's coming bank-wise. I don't know. The, the monetary system switch, It's that's just – that's the big – that's the linchpin, right? Well, yeah, because, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do if your dollars are worth nothing? It's like you get into some Weimar Republic before Hitler got in where you had – you know, uh, what do they call them? Wheelbarrows of wheelbarrows of dollars just to get a loaf of bread. If the dollar gets devalued somehow or a collapse happens. 
And that's the other thing, champ. That's and I'm we could be speaking hyperbolic here, and this could never possibly happen. Maybe never happen, but it has happened in history. So when we even kind of entertain this conversation, people are like, "Oh my god, it never happened." Like, well, then you clearly don't know about history. You need to go back to fucking World War II, the Bolshevik Revolution. You know, all of you know, shit. When shit goes bad, it goes bad. And you know, just because we have cool smartphones in our hands doesn't mean we're immune or oblivious to, to that possibly happening here. Okay, listen to this, dude. So Christy, Christina Kepi Lentz said this. She said, my family, and I, uh, my family and I went there to see the trucks. My husband and son stayed in the truck area while my daughter and I headed to the bathroom. We were on the way to the bathroom, and two Latino men said, when they get up the stairs, grab the girl. She said, I am fluent in Spanish. It terrified me. I grabbed my daughter's hand tight and ran to the bathroom. So, wow. yeah, man. That's chilling stuff. That's chilling stuff. That's that's if I spoke Spanish and I was with my daughter and I heard him say that, their foreheads would get caved in hmm. immediately. Right? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Cause this goes back to kind of what we were talking in the beginning. It's like, you know, the gentleman whose stepdaughter just got, you know, whatever happened. <laughs> It's a slippery slope, Champ, because we talk about due process and everybody needs their day in court, et cetera, et cetera. But like you said, when you've been found to have been a part of this bullshit, this fucking madness, you you just aren't allowed to be with us on on the human plane. I'm, we're not going to pay for you to be in a cell. You need to go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, that, that swell, people need to have the confidence to say that like we're saying it. You know, I think a lot of people secretly believe it, but they're afraid to say it. Whether it's their job, whether it's, I don't know, people that... You know, well, I think that, one of the biggest clauses is even if you kill somebody, it can't. It has to be uh, illegal, not illegal, but humane or something Something about that. If, even if they take you out, it has to be like in some parameters of humane where it's like, you know, we need to start having a conversation about that. Because when you start doing things against, like you said, children, the least vulnerable, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, listen to this. Uh uh, Christina wrote another message. When I got there, the bathroom had one stall. The bathroom was at the end of the hallway. I was freaking out inside, but trying to stay calm. I stayed in the bathroom about 10 minutes, thinking about what to do. I finally got the courage to come out and just screamed at the top of my lungs. So that's, you know, you were smart about it, Christina. And, you know, for anybody out there that listens to this, that uh, listens to it after we're done recording it, or any of the ladies that are listening to it now, man, you got to pay attention because these people are literally everywhere anymore. And, and I've, you know, that that's one of the main reasons I've thought about getting back into, into teaching, teaching yeah. people how to fight, teaching people how to work, work knives, you know, weapon retention for those people that, that conceal carry, you know, all of that stuff and, and just get back into it and start teaching people really how to fight and how to hurt people. Well, and even before that champ, I mean, obviously that's a, those are great tools and skills to know, but even just the basic situational awareness to recognize a threat before it even hits you. Like oftentimes, you know, you could diffuse stuff or, you know, before whatever, but people just don't have that situational awareness. I think John McCarthy's on here, a guy that's well-versed in law enforcement and, how to kick people's asses. Thanks for watching, John. We're just talking uh, some of the some of the sickness that's going on with with uh, children and women being abducted and raped and killed and everything else that's that's going on. The human trafficking, the organ trafficking, all of it that's that's going on. But uh, that uplifting children's reading stuff, John. 
<laughs> I joke. Would but, you, oh, jeez. Yeah, right. I mean, but um, unfortunately, me. You, I mean, that's the thing, man. You can't not shy. You can't shy away from it just because it's dark, dude. I mean, it's it's a horrible fucking subject to have to talk about. But I mean, th- these statistics are real, man. And we're losing you know, kids, scores and scores. I mean, it's yeah, it's not a conspiracy yeah. theory. This stuff is happening. So, uh, my my buddy Bear on here, also a military veteran, man that's done done his part more than his fair share for us, and we we appreciate your your service, buddy, and we know you feel the same way about all this stuff. Yeah, we 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 need to we need to uh, start getting some people in office that are going to pass some laws that that gets rid of these people or something, dude, because um, the the fact that they get back out is and then well again man that's that kind of when yes the assholes who engage in it need to you know at the what whatever level need to be taken held accountable but when it's when it's controlled and sanctioned and facilitated by the most powerful that's what scares the shit out of me bro you know what i mean it's like this has been going on for so long when you get into that even even nbc reported on i mean it was several years ago when Clinton was head of the State Department, they they blocked the prosecution of um, pedophiles and human traffickers that were within uh, the Pentagon or Department of Defense. They they didn't want that bad. And we've uh, said oftentimes on the show, some of these people who are held in positions of these like UN refugee, whatever, whatever, they're often they're the all too they're oftentimes all too often involved in this shit. Or you know right. the, the Clinton Global Initiative or the Foundation, what whatever they did down in Haiti, and the Haiti. Not only just stealing millions, but trying to abduct so many children, and then Laura Silsby found them and pinched them going across the the border into the Dominican Republic with all these children. They said like, no, they were orphans, but they actually had fucking parents, man. They were trying to, they were trying to jack these yeah, kids, man. You've got Haitian politicians and leaders on record talking on on video saying well, that and, and Laura winds up dead. <laughs> Laura Silsby winds up dead. Right, right. And like you said, no, politicians, fucking, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, I can't, anyway, but yeah, there were Haitian politicians who were testifying to this stuff, and they wind up dead. It's fucked, man. It's fucked. Yeah, so I think think teaching, again, civilians how to fight, (laughs) how to work karambit knives, uh, if they're concealed carry, how to keep their, how to keep their sidearm. I think, uh, I think that would probably do pretty well. Maybe I need to start doing you that. You know, again. something something I'll you had a little bit. Something you mentioned, bro, and you know, and I'm not whatever. I think everybody should exercise their second amendment in comfort and reliability, et cetera, et cetera. But the statistics on cats being killed by their own guns who pull it out and aren't necessarily trained to do what they're supposed to do with it. I, I found right. the statistics kind of crazy and you were talking about that. Dude, break that off a little bit, man. I'm you know, well, I mean, unfortunately, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, oh, there's McCarthy, uh, John just, um, I feel incredibly sorry for Walt Harris and his loss. How can the judge that gave a bond allowing the freedom of the first suspect who was arrested for kidnapping and attempted murder? That's that, that, that's the thing, John, that you make a great point because I talked about that a couple weeks back, that suspect who, who most likely killed Walt Harris's daughter was out um, and was arrested, as you said, for kidnapping and attempted murder of another woman. Um, that judge, that judge is, is really, I don't know, 
That's John, insane. I love it, buddy. You start teaching, and I will teach you, teach with you. Yeah, buddy. It's uh, we got to start arming our girls and and with some knowledge and and some weapons that they know how to work. And <clears throat> you know that's that's the thing about the Karambit knife. I'm telling you, man. You pull that thing out when somebody's got a hold of you. They don't even know it's in your hand because of the the index finger loop and uh, the the eagle talon shaped blade that that curves like this. Um, you can punch with it. You can wrestle with it in your hands. You can cut with it. Um, they'd be their neck would be laid wide open before they even knew what hit them. Um, and that's you talk about a great uh, rape prevention tool. I think it's it's a lot sneakier than a gun. Um, I don't I don't I would never frown on somebody carrying a gun, but you'd better know how to use it. You better have trained with it a lot. But you know when somebody has their hands on you, somebody comes up behind you and jumps you, whatever. A lot of times there's not time to get a gun out, and exactly. it's, you're, you're afraid. To, you're afraid to pull a gun when people when you're wrestling with someone. Once that gun gun comes out, man, it's it's anybody's ball game at that point. So, uh, but the knife, most people don't even know that it's it's been deployed until they're bleeding out. You know, until they're mm. next been laid. So that's the that's the thing that that's so important about the Karambit knives, and people can look those up. Emerson, Fox, you know, all those companies make. Um, they're so they're so ungodly sharp. I mean, they, they cut it cut my uh, computer monitor in half. They're so damn sharp. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you damn near decapitate somebody <clears throat> pretty quick. So, anyway, that's 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 how we have to combat this: is to keep exposing these people and keep arming the innocent people on on how to do damage. Yeah, I'm with you there, you man. Know? I mean, because that's honestly almost, you know, whether it's information or, you know, physical, be able to defend, like the only way things are able to get over on you like this is if you're not aware of them. Like I said, with uh, social engineering, you know, some of the best, most sophisticated social engineering is when you don't realize it's happening. And oftentimes when you're being attacked or being monitored or, you know, you don't know it's happening. Situational awareness, man. It's got to be on your square. Yeah. Think of this, though. Think of this. I mean, imagine if every teenage girl and woman in the country could fight half as good as Valentina Shevchenko. Mm. That's a whole different ballgame. She's a monster. Right? Yeah. When some, when some untrained piece of shit grabs a hold of them and gets lit up like a Christmas tree. Um, that's why I wish, man, back you know, in the day, and I know you, you were aware of it too, man, the Presidential Physical Fitness Award. I think I got those like all the years they were available, but they need to have, you know, a round of, of jiu-jitsu, man, some... You know, some uh, some real yeah. utilitarian martial arts. Be. Not to diss do, uh, karate or kung fu or anything like that. I'm a Bruce Lee guy. Use what works and discard what doesn't. But jujitsu has uh, been proven to be very effective, especially especially when you know being attacked, etc. Yeah, the fundamentals the fundamentals of wrestling, fundamentals of of, of submission grappling, uh, whether it's Brazilian jujitsu, some sambo thrown in, how to bust legs, how to bust arms, how to choke people unconscious. Uh, how to throw elbows correctly, how to throw knees, you know, how to work a knife, how to, how to work a pistol. You know, everybody should everybody should know how to do that. That's why I really uh, in, enjoyed our conversation with Tim Kennedy when we he talked about his sheepdog response. It's not like you're not winning. You're not trying to win a fight. You're trying to end a motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's like when those certain scenarios go down, it, this isn't a point thing like this is no. this is ending it now. So, I mean, I think people need to have that kind of, you know. I guess you go into kind of martial arts training, want to get fit, want to learn martial arts, but sometimes when you have to like really apply it, it could get on well, the mindset and the mindset of how you know. It's either you or me, man. You or me. I mean, just when when I go to a restaurant, when I'm when I'm uh, 
when I sit in a restaurant. I'm John John McCarthy. Every cop practically that I know of, I've seen a couple not do it, but uh, especially on duty. My goodness. Uh, but either way, you know, having a good view of, of the door where people are coming in, having, you know, your back against the wall, knowing where the kitchen door is at, knowing where, you know, the, the fire exit is, whatever, uh, all your all your routes of escape, um, where, the, you know, where, the, where that kitchen is so I can get to a knife if I have to, my God, you know, get my kids in the kitchen and hide them in, hide them in cupboards. I don't, you know what I mean? It's, there's a lot that, that I think about and. You know what? And I would love to like have a conversation with you, like are you or John McCarthy or anybody who kind of trains like this, you know, sheepdog response, um, you know, your, your, your stuff, fire horse combatives of, of mitigating that. Like, no, I'm just, I'm trying to enjoy my day. I'm out with my family. I still want to be able to enjoy my day while still understanding all the things you just listed. Where, where's the fucking, where's the, uh, the kitchen. If I have to go for a knife or, you know, if I, all these different contingency plans and it's almost, it's tough, but isn't it? Like to try to maintain those two worlds of like, well, you know. Well, the thing is, is look, you know, a lot of times when we're on vacation or, you know, the girls like to go to Chicago and go shopping. Um, I mean, I remember going to Chicago a couple times and just, I, I spent the entire time just watching people, making sure, right? While the kids were having fun and stuff. Um, you know, I want to go on vacation where there are no people. I want to take my kids to the mountains. Yeah, the uh, Polynesian Islands. Yeah. You know, go for hikes in the mountains where nobody's around, you know, all that sort of stuff. We don't have to worry about it. Uh, yep. Dude, They're I went to, and, dude, and this is, this has been the same. Obviously, situational awareness. Is yes, yes, dude. And, and, and we get in the mindset, your mindset for when confronted with, with a situation. Look, how to handle um, that's the thing. It's always, you know, my wife should always have the keys to the vehicle so that she can split with the kids right away if there's a problem. She knows I'm going to stay there and cause hell, um, <laughs> you know, a distraction, stand in between them, whatever I've got to do to make sure they get out of there safe. Right. And, and don't, don't, don't come back for me. I'll find you if I, if I make it out of it. But, you know, the most important thing is turning the kids, getting the hell out of there. And that's, you know, I'll go to war. I, I you know, I've, I've had enough fights with people trying to stab me and all that sort of stuff. I, I'll, I'll figure it out. But uh, everybody should, should really know, you know, what the plan is when, when shit hits the fan for their, for their family, man. And, and when well, that's what, when we would talk to Sonny Puzikas, man, we would just like, people are just are not prepared for the level of violence that could potentially be inflicted on them. And that's, you know, almost a testament to them. They don't live in that world, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it, you can't have the yin without the yang. There is darkness and balance to this light. So it's like, like you said, some people, you know, when they get in these situations and, it just ends up bad. And I, oh, I, I just find that fascinating, you know, the whole question about people being killed by their own guns as they pull it out and they just don't really know how to use it or whatever, and then they wind up getting taken out by their own shit. Like, that's just... Well, you have to remember, unfortunately, you know, and I've, for many years, training, I mean, there's a lot of really highly trained law enforcement out there, you know, guys like John McCarthy, guys like Mark Hansen, my good buddy that, that I trained with my, my entire fight career. He right. beat the shit out of me. For many years, he, he's one of the biggest parts of the biggest reasons I became a world champion because of him kicking my ass. Um, but there's a lot of police officers over the years that I've trained that were not, you know, when we do weapon retention stuff, um, we've had we've had people not not deal with it psychologically real well. Um, and this is just a drill. And so, hmm. you know, when the shit hits the fan on the street, you have yeah. to you have to understand. Listen, man, um, you know, when I was a kid. Most of the cops were big, rugged, tough dudes, and they didn't take any shit. And you knew if you gave them any shit, 
<laughs> they were going to bounce you off the cruiser hood, right? <laughs> and that's that's the type of cops that were out there. But now, um, with all the lawsuits, with all the, the stuff that, that goes on, everybody's got cell cameras. There's a lot of guys out there that are are good human beings that want to be cops, that are badasses, that are like, you know what, man, it's not worth the hassle. It's just, it's not worth the hassle of getting sued, uh, people, you know, trying to kill us for no reason. Um, you know, so there is some of that, some of that that goes on. So the getting the standards met for law enforcement, you know, they've, they've lowered some of the standards, obviously. And so you have more vulnerable people out there. And, you know, the training, look, cities aren't paying for proper levels of training for a lot of departments. Now, I will say like Davenport, Iowa and Bettendorf, they've got a lot of really, really well-trained people. They really do. Um, but across the country, across the board, you know, there's not much money being spent on defensive tactics and combatives and, and and that's that's the scary thing because then you've got a law enforcement officer who's probably never been in a fight if they're a rookie um, and they're scared to death they're not confident because while they haven't been truly taught how to fight uh, how to control another human being they've gone through the basics uh, of it and and now you've got you know a propensity to pull that sidearm faster, right? Instead of handling the situation differently. You've got, you know, uh, every car that you walk up on in a traffic stop, you don't know who's in that car for sure, right? So you think you're carrying, you don't even know how to fight, and you're carrying a gun into a street fight potentially. And that's, that's yeah. you know, you, you got the levels of adrenaline that officers go through that those ups and downs throughout just, you know, one day let alone year after year after year in their career and the shit that they deal with, man. So, you know, to me, um, it's, it, it, eventually everything comes full circle. Like eventually society has got to get sick of the shit and say, Hey man, you know, um, hire some badass cops. Uh, let's limit these lawsuits. Um, let's let them get the gangs off the corners. Let's, let's let them do what they used to do. And, and look, um, the, the only, the only, uh, the only thing that a true violent criminal respects is more violence, right? Hmm. Someone who, who can be more violent than they Well, that's be. a slippery slope, though. That's a part of it. That's why we not, got all not, these. I'm not, I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not, you're, you're, mis, you're, you're misunderstanding me. I'm, sorry. I'm talking about, look, if, if Mark Hansen and John McCarthy walk up to you and you're a criminal, are you going to give those guys shit? And if you me, do, no. and you want to and you want to fight with them, that's not going to end well for you, right? <laughs> As opposed to a 120-pound cop that walks up to me, man or woman, and a, oh, right, maybe yeah. another cop that, yeah. that physically can't, that physically could hardly jump a fence. Look, if I'm a badass and I'm a bad person and I've got, say, you know, a, a felony warrant and I don't want to go to prison for 10 years, 20 years, I can take them out, right? I, I probably get the job done. Um and that's just a street thug, dude. That's just a right, strong, right. mean uh, street guy uh, who's wanted on, uh, you know, a felony for for whatever that he doesn't want to do a decade or two. Yes, yeah. That's where this. That's where the shit happens, right? That yeah. That's where we're running into these like career criminals, like you said. Even even if it's a third strike, like oh my god, I got some wheat or even something small that could third strike me, or just these cats. It's like, dude, I'm going about to do a ten or twenty year bid. I'm not even fucking with that. And they don't give a fuck how big you are. Like they'll just, yeah. People don't. I, people don't get how fucking insane cops' jobs are, especially in cities like Saint. Just big cities, period, man. 
Just, right? They deal with so much garbage. They deal with so much garbage. And, you know, that's a, like I was saying, you know, Hanson was the guy that they'd call and go, hey, man, we can't get this guy under control. We need you. And Hanson show up and go, all right, everybody let go of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd, he'd, he'd smash the guy. Throw right? a little Hanson uh, on him. I remember watching yeah, his fights back in the day, man. He was a he was a fighter for a hot for a little bit back in the day. Oh, Mark Hansen. Well, he can scrap. Trust me, he can scrap. Yeah. Um, Christina, saying, how do you feel about bringing the National Guard to Chicago to clean it up, good or bad? Well, the National Guard, you know, those are everyday everyday folks too. A lot of them, unless they're former military who then are in the National Guard. So, um, I mean, they've got some training. But can I just they... say? Can I just simply say? And I've said this before. The solution to a problem is irrelevant if you don't understand the premise. To bring in the military to fix a situation right. that, from what I've come to understand from Katu, I know our boots on the ground in the south side of St. Louis, or south side of Chicago, guns of the most sophisticated nature are being dropped off in alleyways in crates down in the 100s. And the 100s are the south side of, of Chicago. These, this, I mean, granted, you have all kinds of other sociological shit going on or family units being fucked up, et cetera, et cetera. But the killing machine is being fed by guns just being brought into those areas. And this has been affirmed by a great many people who are authorities on Chicago gangs. So yeah, I mean, if you bring in the national guard, that's what's up. I mean, that's, that's one way to solve it, but we, we could also try to find out why are they trying to have all these weaponries just brought into well, I think there's unfortunately, you know, you see it across the country in different parts of the country. It's it's not a it's not a um, color issue. It's it's you know people who are generations of people being raised on entitlements and stuff. There's no value in what you have. No value in other people. No value in you know no comp no no self confidence. No self esteem. Um, you know people being raised that way, and so it. it you know, the, the value of a human life, the value of other people's properties, it doesn't mean anything to you. That's why you're seeing 800 cars a year being stolen in Davenport and Bettendorf alone, um, you know, and, and the people that leave their guns in their vehicles, that's where a lot of these guns are getting getting into the wrong hands also from stealing the car, stealing whatever in it, and if there happens to be a gun or two in it, they got those two. And who leaves and their guns gun. in their car? That's just insane to me. All kinds of people. I know it's just do. weird. Why wouldn't you have it in the house, like protect yourself? It's <laughs> like unless you have one well, in there already. Uh, if gonna, if it, and that's what I say is, if you're going to take a, if you're going to take a gun with you, generally, uh, you want to have it on you, um, or when it's not on you in the car when you're driving and you've got a, you know, uh, a magnet or a holster, you know, for it sitting on the, on the uh, center, console thing, you know, on the side of that, whatever, where you can where you can just put the gun where it's easy access. Until you're going to get out of your vehicle, then you put it back in your, you know, your concealed carry holster and right. and go where you're going to go, right? So just don't leave it in your vehicle because that's where they get us stuff. If you want to be safe in this world, it is not the people writing tickets who do it. If you want, if you want the street to be clean and you ask me to clean it, don't critique the way I clean it. Exactly, John. <laughs> is that what he said? That's awesome. <laughs> if you're not willing to do it yourself, yeah, I'll do it one more Dude, time. This is awesome. Hey, John, it's, it's the truth, Pat. Let's lock them down right now. John McCarthy, we have another show called Everything Combat. 
because life is a fight. It's not political. It's not conspiracy. It's more of a metaphorical. Everyone has a fight in life, overcoming he might stuff. Be better on the conspiracy. No, no, he, he has a career. He ha- no, Patrick, stop it. He has a career. He has money to make. Let's get him on everything combat. John, are you down? We've had on George are Foreman, Bruce. Are you saying I don't have? Career? I'm saying it's saying it costs. Hey, bro, what did we just start out the show with? Sam Tripoli had his YouTube page taken down for nothing. This man's trying to make a living. We know we're, we're living in the cancel culture. Let's try to protect him a little bit. If he wants to come on Conspiracy Farm and talk some shit, I'm with it. But I would love to have him on Everything Combat because life is a fight. Talk about how he became what what he does. I mean, the guy's, you know, I've never heard the origin story well, of John McCarthy. Yeah, he can be on both. How about, how about we'll see if he'll be on Let's both. Let's make it. Let you him know, make the decision. We can just talk about the difficulties in policing in today's world. How's that? We could do that. We could do that. Either right. one, Jonathan. John, you come for that? That'd be awesome. So, he's already known in the 100 countries that we're shown in. Well, yeah. we've. <laughs> that'd be awesome to chat. I mean, I, I don't know if he knows. We George Foreman, Bruce Buffer, Randy, Tito, Ben Askren. What do you think about that? Ben Askren retiring. He said some hip replacement stuff, but what do you think about that? I don't mix sports with politics, bro. Oh, that's right. That's right. Different show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll do that. Yeah, on, never do it. We'll never do that do on it. another. Killer. That's, that's what I'm sorry. I'm crossing. Oh, there you go. John McCarthy, John McCarthy said anytime, brother. So yes. we will do that. Hopefully we can next Monday. That would be nice, huh? Yeah, let's do it next week or whenever. Whenever he's not busy. It's the holidays coming John, up. So, if you're, John, if you're, near, if you're near a Skype uh, apparatus next Monday night, hopefully we can get that done, dude. If not oh, next uh, Monday, it's the holidays, champ. Let's you know, let's do it soon. That's, let's do that's it. Four soon. days after. That's I, four you, days after Thanksgiving. That's not. The you holidays. never know. Whatever he's got going on, you know. Well, all right, but that's not the holidays. Don't call it the holidays. The holidays start say, from when I walk into the. Apparently, from when I walk into the grocery the store, the holidays start the day after Thanksgiving because I saw Halloween shit, Thanksgiving shit, and Christmas shit. The day after Thanksgiving, they're already showing ho- um, Christmas movies. It's it's absurd, dude. They've turned the holiday season to almost like a year long thing. Well, that's capitalism. That's not. I know, political. I know, but you know, that's just capitalism. So what I'm what I'm considering, I'll break it on my family here tomorrow. Now that you remind me. And I'll say, how about we celebrate um, Christmas? We'll celebrate Christmas on the 25th with one present, but then we'll celebrate the present giving on January 25th when we go shopping after Christmas and beat the the capitalists at their own game. <laughs> Is that what January 25th? Well, yeah, the, the sales were apparently... Dude, that's, see, we should start the Conspiracy Farm Christmas, January 25th. We're that's- not... That's when the shopping really begins. We're, 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 we're for being smart with our money, and that is capitalism, right? Well, yeah, and you got the, what is it, Cyber Monday now? Cyber Monday is now rivaling Black Friday as far as yeah, like. Because the, the people like you and I aren't dumb enough to go out on Black Friday and get in fist fights over fucking cabbage Yeah, patch actually, now that you remind me, I'm going to post this right now on my Facebook page. It was great. And it's, I've, I think I've even said this before. It's so almost so oxymoronic and weird that the day after Thanksgiving, we're willing to trample other human beings to get gifts <laughs> when the day before we were just so thankful. And it's, we're weird, man. The Galactic Council is looking at us and like, what? 
these fuckers? No, no. There's there's a certain sector of society. No, I'm with that. I'm with that. I've met ultimately like yourself. We're gonna see it on the news. You know what? Everybody watching this, we're gonna see it on the news. Oh yeah. Black Friday calls. You know the fights over the newest sneakers. Uh, we're gonna I don't know what it is this year. What it is? What is it this year? I haven't heard anything. The new iPhone? I don't know, man. I don't know. Is there a new iPhone coming out? I don't know. I have an old the school I, dope man iPhones. fucking cricket flip phone, dude. I got that old shit. Like my I'm about God. ready to go back. I'm about ready to go back to flip phones. I'm telling you. I don't have a flip phone. I wish I did. My I'm dad did. I mean, it's this. The it's the reason. prudent move. I mean, we see. I mean, this is what's. This is what's happening. We're only moving more and more into like a digital age where like information is the new oil. That's why these smart TVs, smart utilities, they're that's why I say they're moving away from cash and they're finding out how much how much energy we take it it takes to be us. Pat, how much does it take to be you a month, a year, and that's how they'll start charging you? Like energy credits to live your life. That's what these smart meters are for. The internet of things. We gotta look this shit up. So I've been saying I want to go off the grid, man, completely. I'd love to. We need to get we need to get uh, Kentucky Congressman. Um, dang it! Now it's now his name's uh, somebody. Somebody will bring it up to me. Uh, MIT scientist. He and his wife both MIT scientists, and they're completely off the grid in Kentucky. They've got more power than they need. They use the old Tesla car batteries. They got stacks of them. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they, the, they the, run their yeah, the solar technology, panels, all of that. Yeah, solar, no. all of that's there. I mean, there's really no reason. I mean, I guess if, unless you have the, you know, whatever, just choose to. But like you said, you could be running off the grid, be selling energy back to the companies. But, you know, it's tough to get well, those, like, acreages out in the middle of nowhere, too. There are states that are now taxing people for the energy that they're not. Yeah, I saw that. that they're not buying from the grid. There's, yeah. They're, they're, so the, whatever... Whatever this, amount of energy they would have used per month, they get taxed on now. This and goes back to what we've said about taxing people for collecting rainwater, et cetera. They're trying to make it harder and harder to be self-sufficient, man. It's so insane and unnecessary. Right. right. So uh, Kevin T. said we should talk about the so-called war on drugs. We should uh, talk about the police confiscating property and wealth for a mere marijuana plant, et cetera. Let's talk about institutional racism and how uh, um, the black community has been oppressed Tulsa roots riots Tulsa Tulsa riots that's old school shit dude that's those Oklahoma um, yeah where they were they were just killing Negrums dude that that was a sad one you don't hear much about that one straight up Kevin but uh, the war on drugs you know what we all know what that's been it's race it may be a part of it but again it's it's almost like we were talking about before it's like the they're facilitating the very trade they're trying to put a kibosh on. That goes back to, to um, the MK Ultra program, the drugs. All of know. it, dude. All of it. Bye-bye. It's these fuckers. I mean, let's talk about institutional racism. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, let's talk about it. How the black community has been oppressed. Well, I mean, it, it, let's also talk about how the black black community has allowed themselves to be oppressed. I don't want. I don't mean to go mean to go Kanye on motherfuckers, but there's definitely a huge psyop within the whole Democrats and. No, real talk, dude. Real talk. <clears throat> I mean, don't. Yeah, there's a lot to that conversation, man. There's a lot to that conversation, and it's easy yeah. to just point the finger and be like, "This okay. is why. This is why X Y Z is happening." But you also have to wonder. You also have to at least have the honesty to examine 
not just your, but a community's own complicity, 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 is that the right word? Participating in their own enslavement. We all do it. And they fire in on all cylinders. So we can talk about the black, we can talk about the white, we can talk about however you want to talk about it. But, you know, Bob Marley said it best, bro. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Real talk. That still doesn't keep you from paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, listen, uh, I think we've we've uh, carried on quite a bit. We've yeah, covered we've a, a nice lot episode. Of nice little impromptu let's episode. About, let's talk about John McCarthy hopefully being on next week. I'll shoot him a message. Hopefully we can get that lined up for everybody. We'll talk about um, the issues with policing today. That'll be good. We're going to double dip uh, with John. John, if you were down, we are. that'll be our first double dip. I would love to have a conspiracy farm conversation with John as well as in everything combat because John has been so instrumental, as you know, in, you know, the growth of the UFC, you know, let's get it on. Like the guy's been there, dude. Like he's, I would love to have that conversation with him. So if we could double dip John McCarthy, that'd be awesome. But yeah, coming up soon, John McCarthy, man, that'd be really sweet. I appreciate that. I'll have to look back and see which I'll have to look back and see which fight of mine was the first one he refereed. It was, it was, gosh dang it. Uh, but I was always happy when I got, I felt pretty good about having him in there. It's a pretty cool feeling. Yeah. Pretty cool feeling. Absolutely. John McCarthy coming up soon, ladies and gentlemen. All right, champ, I will let you slide. I know it's way past your bedtime. Yeah, I'm getting up at 4 a.m., get a workout in at 5, get my day started. So everybody, and uh, if you guys want to see, if you want to see Pat, um, Bust out his fucking just well-hidden, just seriously OG Black Ops dance moves. Check out my timeline because Pat breaks it off. <laughs> this is when he was out of shape, but he's back in yeah. shape now. <laughs> yeah. I love you, brother. Hey, man, if we don't talk before the Thursday, which I'm sure we will, but have a happy Thanksgiving. Obviously, I hope you and the girls, the wife, everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. And um, all, right, brother. all the you whole too, fam. Man. Yes, sir. All right. I'll talk to you soon, huh? All right. Take care, gang. Out.